All right, you ready? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Good. <coughs> Are you? Am, am I ready? Is the yeah, question? Jesus Christ. <coughs> Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous Podcast. My name is DK Diamantes. My equally important and more valuable host, Bricky, will be teaching us all about the wide world of Warhammer 40K. But before he does, if you enjoyed today's episode and you want to support us, head over to patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous, where you can get access to the Discord, uh, bloopers if they happen. At the $15 tier, you can get our HD posters in digital form it's a hoot patreon.com slash adeptus ridiculous bricky's gonna tell you about merch in the book club and bricky how'd that research go on that uh torch star uh, body pillow huh? any any news on that because <laughs> you know you, you just, assume uh, you know i yeah, have you know. to research when in reality it's about a commission oh ooh, ooh, ooh. and i haven't Damn it. Ah, get shit on. Anywho, uh, also, Shy's mentioned there's new adept, uh, detective and adeptus ridiculous posters coming soon. One for both of our wonderful groups. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we will let you know when they are in the merch store when that happens. And then other than that, um, you can check out Orchidate.com for the merch baby. It's all about the merch mm. shirts. Dice, mats, hoodies, flag, posters, tons of options. Go give it a look-see. And also a reading Master of Mankind. See how it turns out. Hey, hey haven't hey. started yet. Let's go. Either have I. Let's, Let's go. go. We're Let's on go. the roll. All right. So, uh, last episode was about random side Xenos and, for the most part, Predators of Catachim. Mm-hmm. And this time we are continuing this fancy pantsy rogue trader book with a main focus on abhumans and the horrors of the sump. Oh, the sump. We're the doing a little, little, little something something, right? A little, a little something something. A little something something. Yeah, that's the joke. Do you know what a sump is? Uh, a worse version of a simp? It's actually so, not a terrible guess. It? Uh, it's not. It's nowhere near like what that is. But like, oh. I can see where your mind was going. You know, oh, nice. um, no, a sump is like the really low, 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 gross dredging levels of like an undercity. Um, oh, you, right. You you watched Arcane, right? Yes, I did. They Loved lived it. in the, they, they lived in the sump. Way down. Oh, the so the way grimy, even for an underhive, it's the grimy, dirty part. It's the bottom. Okay. It's the, it's the bottom, the sump. But anyway. It's where all the dirt and grime and. Bleh, I'm is. not going to lie. We have enough content in this book for another episode after this. There oh. is so much stuff in here. It is insanity. How okay. much is actually available in here. And honestly, we might just do another one because this is actually really fun. Um, there's so much. It's in, it's insane. Where do I we really, even begin? I know. We begin with abhumans. Wow. Wow. So we Wow, chatted. what a Dean Kamen. What, it's, it falls off cliff. <laughs> oh, um, no. 
So we've talked a bit about ab humans before, uh, particularly two of them being the rattling and the ogrin. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a lot of other ones. Oh yeah, there are tons more. Oh, a, a, a million. It's one of the reasons why gene stealer cults are able to so consistently keep themselves hidden is because. Oh, a bunch of humans in a hive city have a third arm. That's not that weird, if I'm being honest. Yeah, and how many how many normal hive citizens even know about tyranids and or gene stealer cults? Like they wouldn't even know what to look for. They don't even know it's a threat. No, they they simply don't. They have no clue that they even they have no clue they exist for one. And, yeah. and two, it's like, oh yeah, if George is a little blue because he works in the mines. <laughs> That's because he works in the crazy sump mines. Yeah. Like, oh, no, the billion person city is like and all the toxic sludge is just going to the bottom. Like, yeah, OK, this this makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised he's only blue. That's, that's well, he could have a third arm. True. Yeah. So uh, obviously the first major ab human we can think about is can you guess? Uh, No. Oh, my God. You were about to, I, I heard you about to say Ogren. I saw it on your voice. But we've already talked about Ogren. What's there to say about Ogrens again? Nothing really. It's just oh. that's the first one. If we're going to talk oh, about okay. it, might as well oh, mention yeah. the Ogren. You know? Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they are as as the uh, pompous <clears throat> rogue trader puts it, loyal, unsophisticated souls. Um, <laughs> that is a that is a way to put it. Yeah. And uh, and they are, uh, however, despite being loyal and unsophisticated, they can still fall from the emperor's light, often through the use of mind altering substances or uh, <laughs> combat stims and surgical implants, because Ogrins wow. are dumb. They are dumb. They are probably more susceptible to that stuff than most people, because they kind of weren't all there to begin with. And they were kind of brainless to begin with. So, yeah, I, I can imagine. It's kind of funny, though, because Ogrens and Chaos Ogrens are in a weird spot where an Ogren might be like one of the most loyal of them all because Big Hat Man tells him what to do. And that's his <laughs> job. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ogrens will also fall really fast because they're very dumb. And then maybe some Chaos person will be like, we also serve the Emperor just in a different way. They're liars. And he's like, OK. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Also, have we talked a lot about Chaos Ogrens before? Because no, like I'm, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the mini here, and that's actually pretty dope. It's a great new mini. Uh, obviously, there's the Plague Ogrens and Dark Tide. Obviously, yeah, they're yeah, a I know about the. <laughs> they're so gross. They're really well, nasty. I guess any plague chaos thing is gonna be gross because Nurgle, but yeah. <laughs> But I mean, Chaos Ogrens really are exactly what they sound like. They're big, dumb brutes that have gone chaos awry, maybe mutated a little bit, and mm. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but a mutated Ogren, as if they weren't like crazy enough to begin with, and they weren't big enough brutes, now they're juiced up by chaos, and it's like, ah. Yeah, they, they represent a damn big threat, but they are still Ogrens, you know? A couple mm-hmm. bolt gun shots to the head will pull one out. <laughs> That's all it takes. Isn't that the way with anything in 40k? A couple bolter rounds to the face will usually get the job done. Usually. Also, wow, that is a nutty corn ogre in there, Shy. Goddamn. Whoa. I, oh, I guess I guess any chaos faction can have ogren, but wow, Korgren. yeah, that's that Korgren. is oh, He's oh a big my, boy. Yeah, that's One. that is nightmare fuel. That's a horror movie. 
And he's got even like got the bag head. Mm-hmm. Anywho, those are ogrins. There's also the ratlings, as we all know and love. Mm-hmm. Ratlings, the snipers, the snipers, uh, the the short, hairy, ludicrously um, high appetite. Uh, scurrying guys that are also great at, uh, I think they're good cooks, if I'm not mistaken. And they that also ga- gamble and cheat and steal everything in sight. Ah, um, of course they, they do. They are uh, the best sources of information about a regiment, if you'd like, if they tell you the truth, because they just know everything and they steal everything and they know everyone often. <laughs> uh, but they are definitely not hobbits. Oh, certainly not, because GW would never ever take another property and repurpose it for their for their game right that never happens Mm-mm. Mm-mm. no 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 actually no, no, gw no. is in charge of the lord of the rings uh tabletop stuff too so it's like okay well yeah, it's, all, it's all right though. they 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 get a pass this time uh also um, I, I i don't mean to sidetrack too much but do you think they'll ever add a, a halfling to dark tide you think that's ever gonna happen i think it's actually quite possible yeah yeah because they have they're, so many dialogue even, lines about the halflings it's like you know yeah uh, rattlings rattlings oh yeah yeah rattling sorry um so let's talk about the more unknown abhumans one Hell one of yeah. them is basically the the exact opposite well you know the opposite but a, a very big difference to the ogre and they're called a long shank oh long shank is basically like instead of beefy and wide ogrim we just get like nine feet tall just slender man basically slender man yeah incredibly tall and it actually quite frightening if they're heavily armored and armed you know just like fully oh. decked out on gear um and wow. so like that can be pretty <laughs> imposing having the the eight nine foot tall slender man just in full flak armor uh with a big gun uh, and it also means that they run at great speeds because they're long strides, but they're also, mm. you know, they don't take cover well. Well, yeah, when you're nine feet tall, when you're a nine feet tall stick, it's kind of hard to uh, take proper cover. Whoa, I, I was about to ask what their armor looks like, because if they're like, you know, long slender man, like the armor must look a little goofy, but that looks great. That also, is fan I'm, art, of course, though. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm so glad that the fan art has them with like a a, a dagger knife thing because it's a long shank, so they can they can still shank you with their long arms, and they they've they've got the reach advantage. I I genuinely thought that um of a long shank was going to be like a Wolverine thing where they have like a bone protruding from their arm. Oh, like, the adamantium like claws, the long oh, shank, yeah. and just like, oh, stab nice. them. But no, I was wrong. Well, they got those long arms to shank you with, so they st- they still got that that vibe anyway. That's true. Um, yep. They're pretty. I mean, that's basically their shtick is they're long and tall. They're just tall, you know. It's nothing too fancy. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh boy. Oh boy. Next one we have is the felonid. Uh, oh, they're cowboys! Uh, Let's go. Dogs. Happy Nyanya Day, everyone. Buy a kitten immediately, because everyone should own one. I will admit, I find it a little humorous, because I just came back from a tournament last weekend playing my Night Lords, Mm -hmm. and my first opponent played Imperial Garb, and all of his guardsmen were cat girls. Based. Based. In particular... They they had all of these like um 
uh, like long, colorful hair, but he ran a bunch of Kasserkin, you know, the the uh, special troopers. Uh-huh. Um, and he called them the Katterkin. Oh, what a champ. Did he did he did he beat the shit out of you? Uh no. Oh. Well, that's uh, okay. I mean, still I mean, based army. What a what a what a what a what a what a I don't even have words. I can't even find adjectives right now. Yeah. I I utilized we have come for you a lot. Which is basically like <laughs> I hold all your friends in combat and you can't shoot me. Oh, I, I thought you were just going to say tanks. you were really into cat girls because we have come for you and you were looking at the cat girls. And no, I, I made there were very few cat girls alive by the time I was done. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, well, uh, because in, because they ran away for to morale anyway. Um, yeah, cat girls. So the road trader himself <laughs> states that he has had no uh, knowledge or personal experience of this variant, but has heard many such fanciful tales. Um. Some of them, one of them was actually being sold by a a, a person like a, I don't know, like a trader, which was obviously a fake, a weird, grotesque collection of human marine, um, remains and animal hides stitched together, preserved Yummy. in formaldehyde. Lovely. Oh no. Um, however, remember Grek, the friend? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He uh, insisted that <sighs> felonids not only exist but are a form of human he genuinely respects. As he has fought against them and found them to be extremely efficient killers in the Astromilitarm Regiment, lethal in the face of opposition, uh, with a bestial appearance, despite him not being able to really tell humans apart. Um, he said yeah, that they Captain. had. Uh, he said that they had claws the length of his forearm. Whoa! Which is he immediately puts afterwards. I've decided Grek is not entirely a reliable source of, of information. <laughs> I was going to say, those are some claws, like kitty got fangs, like damn. Yeah, so they're not cat girls at all. They no, are, they are cat monsters, mutants. <laughs> they're assumed that way, or they're they are basically a living fursuit. Yeah, you. That's not. That's not the cat girl you want to bed. That's not the. Yeah, yeah. That's the eat your skull. Yeah, that, that is that is the hack up a hairball, etc. I'm sure someone in our someone's into this, but well, yeah, someone's into everything. But you know, people are so someone's into this. It's the internet, right? It's the internet. After that, we have the Afrael strain. Oh. This is why we don't let the Admech do anything. <laughs> okay. So. What this is, is is an admech alteration on the human genome, entirely attempting to clone all of the great attributes of the greatest imperial heroes. Oh, no. So they are bred to be better than a guardsman in every way. They they were uh-huh. uh, like they're faster, stronger, more intelligent, braver, str- like all the kinds of reasons to make a human better. However, something went awry. And for some goddamn reason, Afraels have the worst luck known to man. Oh, really? It's a luck thing? It's, they have just been known for their absolutely terrible luck. So horrendously bad that being deployed with them often is some kind of like near death sentence. Oh, wow. So, okay. So if you're deployed with them, it's a near death. But. Like, did the Admech succeed in making them, like, super ridiculously strong? So, like, 
do they do well and just everybody around them suffers for it or yeah like like i mean it's yeah they could be stronger and everything like shy said but you know they trip and they actually shoot themselves with a las gun or they, oh. they impale themselves on a on a some piece of something or they fall in the machinery or like it doesn't matter they can't get to the damn that, battle that's true if they die before they get to battle who cares how strong you are yeah uh, the Rogue oh, Trader states, It is clear to me that great men were born to inspire lesser men, but attempting to merge the two through genetics is a fool's errand. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there, this is not the first time the Admech have done something like this. We also <laughs> have the Gland Warriors. Oh, no. Gland Warriors are an attempt to cr- increase the overall combat abilities of a regular guardsman. We're talking increased muscle mass, uh, pain tolerance, immunity to toxins. Try to make, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the glands that the Space Marines have and stuff to make them so strong. Like, How do we make this into our normal soldier, you know? Yeah, like, uh, like uh, what was it, Dragoff from Rocky Four? You know, where they, they're, just, they're just pumping him full of stuff, and they've got him in the, the high-tech facility trying to make him a super, super athlete. I have, I have not seen Rocky IV. Oh, Bricky. You don't watch Spongebob. I don't give a shit what you say. Bricky, come mm. on. Mm. Where he goes to Russia after Creed gets boxed to death? I have only seen the first one. <sighs> Is this how you feel when I don't know SpongeBob references? A little bit, yeah. I hate it. Good. I know your pain now. Anyway, All right. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Anywho, uh, yes, the Gland Warrior, big, tough, pretty strong guy. However, all of their enhancements actually has a big problem with their mental health. Um, oh. The Rogue Trader employed one on one of his explorations of the Blackstone Fortress, and the fortress is already just you know a terrifying place. Uh, but as they went through, the Glan Warrior started to absolutely descend into a horrible psychotic episode of paranoia and attacked him. And if oh. it wasn't really for Drek, he probably would have died. Almost like you're having like, a bad trip, I guess. You oh, just like, okay. start swinging. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I started big. blasting. So I just started blasting. Good thing I had my pieces. <laughs> I don't shoot so good, so I missed. And then they so ran I away. Blasting. And I only like, know the I, name I from the blasting thing because I don't actually watch it. Spell with Sunny in Philadelphia, so I'm you. I know how you feel now. I know you, this pain. You I'm haven't sorry. thought of the smell, DK. You haven't thought of the smell, you bitch. God damn it! All right, moving on. Troth. Troth. Why does that sound so familiar? I don't know. Actually, I thought the same thing when I heard the word troth, but like, I, I genuinely don't know where it's from. Okay. Troth. Tell me uh, about it. Well, tell me, DK, do you know what this word means? Arboreous. Arboreous. It sounds like, it sounds like, uh, I, I, not not really, no. I could get, I could take a guess, but I, no, I don't know. Uh, tree-like. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't have been close. So a troth is actually one of a type of species of humans that have ascended to, no, not ascended, mutated, whatever you want to go with it, on a certain planet that has been known for the excessive amount of foresty or forest nature of it. So these humans are like tree-like. They have flesh tough like oak, digestive systems that can extract nutrients from the earth itself, 
and they're able to blend into their environment very well. So it's like a tree-like abhuman. I like that, actually. That sounds cool. Skin like bark, and they can just suck up nutrients. from. That's cool. I actually like that a lot. That's a, uh, it's a bit of a weird one, but yeah, it's like, it's just a tree dude, basically. I wonder if that that was their attempt deal. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering if that was their attempt to, like, bring in the tree people from fantasy and stuff. Yeah, from, like, Lord, that's another Lord of the Rings thing, but no, that's all fantasy in general, I guess. Is there a picture of them, or is this one of those kind of lesser cared about ones where they just kind of write about it and there's no real, like, mini or deal with it? Uh, lesser, lesser written ones. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so we're speaking of lesser, um, written ones. There's a couple other ones like the Neandor, which is, uh, basically just like a really dumb Neanderthal that lives in the low level of hive cities that Uh regressed in intelligence because they lived down there for so long. When you said Neandor, I was kind of hoping you were going to say it was another cat person. I know that's exactly what you were thinking. And I was like, oh boy, more cat people. Anime DK strikes again. Shy says I already made that joke in the Abhuman episode. Nobody cares, Shy. All right. Shut up. I care because I don't want to be a part of this. Okay. Well, tell me about the next ab human then. The Night Cider. Ooh. That's not like night apple cider that you just have, you have a nice cup of hot apple cider at night, right? That's like a S-I-D-E-R. They side with the night. Oh, no, you're right. They actually have uh, evolved from apples. Okay. Thanks, Bricky. <laughs> I was I, I, for a half second. You were like, wait, it, did they truly did they Bricky? Really? Did Johnny Appleseed come along and plant these people? Did James Warhammer truly make apple people? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if they did make apple people. It wouldn't really surprise me either. Anyway, the Night Sider are people who live in a completely sunless environment uh, that would be just completely unable to survive like humans in general for the most part, if not for some of these weird mutations that have occurred. Uh, very often you will have areas of a planet, for example. I believe the Mordian Iron Guard have a planet like this that is known hey. as being tidally locked. Um, and oh. that means one side is always light, one side is always dark. Oh, Okay. So the Nightsiders, I do believe, are in a completely sunless environment, or at least damn close. Um, I'm not sure how they get their heat and everything like that and how they don't die a horrible death. But may- maybe it is like a because I'm thinking the difference between this and like Nostromo, for example. Yeah, I was going to say um, this sound. These sound like people that would just love Nostromo, though. I wonder if Nostromo is like despite always being nights. I wonder if these areas might be like pitch black. Um, oh, not sure. So we're talking like some Riddick stuff. Well, considering the fact that these uh, Nightsiders have had uh, some, but all or a few of these mutations, uh, echolocation for Mm. sonar navigation. So like a a bat. Like a bat. Tapital reflex, which is a reflective matter behind the surface of their eyes to let them see in total darkness. There is uh, chemical luminescence. Which is blood or bodily fluids containing like glow stick shit. I'm not. I'm look. You know where exactly where my mind went. I'm not gonna say it. I actually don't know where your mind went. Where'd your mind go? Just don't worry about it. 
You asked me if they j I had to remove the following dialogue because it was way too inappropriate for YouTube. I hope you all understand, but there was a lot of swears and a lot of bad words. You know what's unbelievable? The <laughs> fact that they can have other weird things like oversized eyes, featureless eyes, or no eyes, or, or, and if you had weighted, colorless, or transparent skin. Oh, that's actually really cool, though. All jokes uh -huh. aside, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, also, so, the no eyes thing makes sense, because, like, if they're in complete darkness, you're going to start evolving to the point where, like, oh, my God, I don't need my eyes because I can't see anyway. Um, and you're probably going to evolve for more sort of, like, um, sonar perception, right? Well, I don't know. If they didn't have eyes, how would they see the um, tra the bioluminescent skin? Well, not all of them have evolved that far yet, I guess. I don't know. They shut up, Ricky. <laughs> Stop uh -huh. making sense. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Goodness gracious. <laughs> you. Hey, I, I, I'm just a curious... Oh, I'm just, oh, I'm just a little guy. I'm just a curious little guy. I'm not even going to stick with you on that, on the little guy one right now. This is me make fun of DK episode. <sighs> all right. Yeah, it's, it's Shy says, I wonder what planet DK was born because he's an abhuman boy without a brain. Well, that's perfect because DK, you are exactly right now our next abhuman, which is a sub. Oh, that a, a sub this is is just a sub. You know what I mean. I don't know what you mean. I'm a wholesome. I'm a good, wholesome Christian boy. I don't know what you're talking about. You sub. Damn. You absolute <laughs> sub. Where the doms at, though? Actually, it's Homo sapiens. Homo sapiens deformum. Oh, wow. This is this is like horribly deformed, like like Neanderthal level people that are I often was, murdered by the uh, uh, Ministorum. I was going to say that with with what I know about James Workshop and how literal their names are. I was like, this is a deformed human, isn't it? Homo sapien deformus is like, oh, yeah, gee, I wonder what these are. Do you do you remember what the uh, classical or um, classification name of the squat is? Oh no, I don't. It's what, a what Homo it? sapien rotundus. Oh, that's right. They're little rotundus. Yep. Yep. It's so silly. But but yeah. no, the the sub is basically just a horribly horribly deformed human um that have often been the cause of large amounts of munistorum purges. Ooh. Um uh, and often cuz it's disgusting, but they are ironically quite zealous. They because you know, they're huh. Very like it's like kind of like the the super low inbred class that's oh, like okay. only has one thing and that's you know faith in faith in the emperor that kind of stuff. Yeah, well that's that's unfortunate. So they're just horribly deformed and they just get picked off and genocided because of it by the Imperium. I'm sorry, I have to read what Chai just posted. Okay. Tweet by. Bussy for free. Oh, no, I regret letting you read this. All right, go ahead. All my grinding and casual sex has done nothing to prepare me for ranked competitive sex. I'm consistently bottom of the breeder board. Consistently bottom indeed. Sub. Sub. Very sub. Consistently bottom. Subbed. Anywho, uh, there are two left. There is the uh, Beastmen, which I'm not going to talk much about because they are literally just Beastmen. They are beastmen. Okay. They are hooved, hairy beastmen. They are very okay. popular in Sigmar, especially. Claws and fangs. Claws and fangs. All right. The, the whole classic. Mm -hmm. uh, the last one is the Pelager or Pelager. 
P-E-L-A-G-E-R. I'm going to call it Pelager. Um, sure. They are the Homo sapiens Oceanus. Ah, they're mer people. They are kind of mer people. It's actually an interesting story here that's quite hilarious. Or mer folk, uh, I guess they say. Whatever. He was the rogue trader, that is, is in the innermost reaches of the Blackstone Fortress at a big lake of tar. Ooh. Um, most people can't traverse the depths or anything, but he ended up finding another inquisitor there by the name of Callisto at the edge of the lake. And there were large amounts of things being dredged out of the liquid. Um, she didn't really want to explain her success or anything until they re- we realized that both of our fathers attended the same fencing academy. <laughs> okay. All right. It is, it, quote, it is a wonderful it is wonderful how people of class and breeding can stumble across each other, even in the most uncultured regions. Mm-hmm. Love this guy. Wow. Love him. Wow. Um, what a yeah, what a mm. anyway, after this revelation, the Inquisitor uh had someone come from the lake, a 20-year-old-ish person named Bellet, who was entirely under that water. And his ancestors evolved the ability to breathe in almost any liquid. In particular, um, the most striking thing about him is not his gills or scaled skin, but the musculature. Um, The Inquisitor told him to hit this young man with his sword. And he said it was like striking an armored car. Wow. So it's like, uh, so it's like, what what is it? What is it from Breath of the Wild? Is it Sidon? From what? The, the 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 red dude that's super buff. It's a like a, a fish person. He's got like a shark on his head. And like a, you know, from what? The, from what? Breath of the Wild. Oh, I didn't play that. Oh, actually, no, I did play that. I played that for like two hours and got tired of my weapons breaking and I stopped playing. Eh, that's but okay. Uh, but oh, okay, wait, wait you never red, saw the, red... the side on me? Yeah, so? okay. No, I, I get it now. The red shark guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. okay, I'm good now. I got gotcha. you. I, I I put a face to it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But yeah, so they get they can very horny for that. Oh yeah, I there was there was some loot on my timeline when that game came out, and I didn't I didn't even have to look for it. It was just on the timeline, just whoop dee doo. Here it is, side on going to. I had to remove the following dialogue because it was way too inappropriate. But so so these things can breathe in any like even tar, like just as long as it's a liquid they can breathe because that's that can't be nice to go swimming in tar, even if you can breathe in it like that's. Heh. That's heh. Heh. Imagine swimming in tar and breathing it. I mean, it says almost any liquid, and apparently they were way down there inside the uh, inside the area, and apparently they uh, they hit it up, and they were able to drag a bunch of shit outside. Okay, well, I mean, hey, that's it, it comes in handy. That's a nice thing to have come in handy. Can they also breathe just oxygen, or are they like fish where they have to be in a liquid? Well, considering that he left the water, I'm assuming that they can also breathe regular air because oh, he was well. out there to get smacked by a sword. Oh, well, that's, yeah, you're right. That's true. But that's, so that's anyway, very handy. That's cool. That is about all of our abhumans right there. Um, the there's abs. a whole thing on Eldar and green skins and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But uh, mm-hmm. we're going to move right past that, and we're going to talk about the sump. The sump. The sump. The horrors of the sump. The horrors of the sump. These are things found in some of the most industrialized and polluted planets of the Imperium, the hive worlds themselves, deep, 
Deep, deep down in the bottom dredges of a hive city, life remains. And after thousands of years, life likes to change. Mm -hmm. Evolution happens. Let's go. So we got quite a few things down here. The first one we're going to talk about is the classic, the sump croc. Oh, is this is this just a grimy, dirty, mutated crocodile? You know it. It is a gigantic crocodile. Honestly, do you remember that part in Resident Evil 2 where you have to run away from the the T-virus crocodile? Vaguely. I played the remake, didn't play the original one. It It, it it seems familiar. It seems very familiar, yes. It was like chasing you and you had to like dodge left and right and then Mm -hmm. if you didn't it would eat you. Um, The, uh, that's, it's honestly, it's honestly, it looks almost identical uh, it is a gigantic crocodile, um, but it is sometimes ironically used as uh, underhive gang pets and weapons. Ooh. Is a, uh, they strap some shit to it sometimes and just use it as a weapon. I mean, um, that's a good weapon. I mean, it's just a giant mutated croc. Like, if you can actually contain that and use it, why not? Like, that's brutal. It is also a resemble, or it's also quite stupid, however, um, well, as... Yeah. One of the things when he had to deal with it, or the rogue trader that is, is he polished a piece of cla- uh, plasteel clean until it looked like a mirror, and the mm-hmm. sump croc attacked it because he thought it was a, it was something oh. else. So and like when a dog or a cat sees their reflection and they freak out and they just start going crazy at their reflection? Yeah, it started attacking the mirror, which allowed him to land a killing blow on the sump croc. <laughs> stupid croc. Yeah, it's stupid. It's a big, stupid crocodile. Big, stupid, but ferocious. You don't, you don't want to mess with it. This one is kind of funky. Mm-hmm. This is the Karyatid. Okay. Um, they are blue-skinned cherubs, but living, what? not weird lobotomized admech cherubs. These are okay. actual... Weird blue skin cherubs with leathery like bat wings. Oh, okay. That sounds like a cherub from hell. Uh, I mean, yeah, this uh, this is pretty awful looking. I won't lie. It's it gives me the, like, um, well, it's got a bunch of decals on it, which gives me this vibe of like tribal um, kind of. Tattoos, mm-hmm. uh, sort of, kind of. Let me let me send you this picture real fast. Yeah, Bamo. Sound great. Oh my god. Yeah, they're a little weird. Oh, they're. Oh, I don't like that. I do. They're um. They're apparently they're not really any threats. They just kind of flutter around and fly up and about. Uh, but they're mainly a major source of. Mm, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, hive legends, basically. Uh, okay. According to Hive Legend, they are drawn to in- individuals of great potential or power and have been reputed to having psychic abilities where they can foresee success or glory. Uh, so it's almost like a like a uh, fate, fated tale if one of these things like takes an interest in you or lands on you or something yeah. like that. So it's actually a good thing if you see one of these things hanging around you a lot. Apparently. Uh, yeah, Because I, I don't want that thing cryptid. anywhere near me. I don't I don't want it looking at me. I don't want it. Like, just imagine if that thing just came and sat on your shoulder. Like, I would freak out. I'd die of a heart attack. Shrine makes a great point. It's, it's just a 
cryptid. Oh yeah, it basically is a cryptid. Yeah. Um, that being said, I love this entry because it says, I would dispute these claims, however, as the one I encountered seemed uninterested in me as I pa- as it passed by. Ha! <laughs> well, guess who's not destined for greatness? Nah, he's, he's explored a Blackstone fortress. I think he's actually done quite well for himself. Uh, yeah, I guess. But I do find that funny that he took it as a slight that it didn't pay <laughs> yeah. attention to him. <laughs> Can't be true. It didn't care about me, and clearly I'm. Um, now I wonder what, what do you think the Arachnida Mechanica could be? Oh, surely that's not some sort of robot spider. Damn, he's good. Damn, James Workshop at it again with the just peak, peak naming. It is literally big robot spiders. I mean, I do, either, I do like robot spiders, though. That's cool. They're either just big, like, tarantula ones or, like, those even large ones you see in Australia just mm-hmm. turned into robots by technicians and people in the underhive and used by the gangs as weapons or intel scouting and all kinds of things. Wait, did they turn spiders into robots or did they just make robot spiders? I believe they turned spiders into robots. Wow. Why? Why would you? Why? Why wouldn't you just make like big robot spiders? Why because it's you- easier to just take a big spider and fi- uh, and screw its brain up with a, a little bit of tech than to make an entirely full techno based spider. Okay. So what's the next thing? Um, <laughs> what are you tired about the spider now? Well, I mean, it's 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 a it's a lobotomized robo spider. So, yeah, cool, I guess. I mean, yeah, it's a spider. Yeah, full on robot spiders are copyrighted by the Necrons, like Shai said. Oh, that's right. They got the little little scarabs. Little... Um, yeah, that's true. So the next one is the Ash Clam. The uh, Ash Clam is a clam. No. A, <laughs> it is not made of ash. Oh, thank God. And I was like, no, GW. Um, this is a weird little mollusk uh, that is actually adapted to life at the bottom of the hive with the ability to eat basically anything that falls from above. So it's on like the way bottom underneath grates and all kinds of things. And it just eats everything, toxins, poisons, oil, bits and flakes of skin, meat, crumbs. It is it is literally the definition of a bottom feeder. I was going to say, it sounds like a garbage disposal. Like it sounds like you just gather up a bunch of these, you put them into a landfill and just. Toss some dinner and just whatever falls in there, they'll just. The uh, interesting thing, though, is that they live incredibly long, hundreds to thousands of years long. And Makes sense for a mollusk that eats anything. Yeah. And what's interesting also is that because they have the ability to strain the toxic particles from their food extremely well, that means the meat of the ash clam is th- the most nutritious meal you can ever find outside of the actual Terran Palace. Wow. Well, yeah, that makes it. So do do they harvest them a lot? These ash clams? No, because they are horrendously revolting. 
The the meat might be the most nutritious, but it is the most puke inducing. There's nothing you can do to make it palatable, like you know, like durian. How some people just love it, or like a century egg or something like that. You can't just like deep fry the shit out of it. And I mean, maybe. Granted, in a sense, um, the there's also these things that happen where it has such an incredibly strong grip. That there have been tales of hivers that have gotten their foot stuck in one and just starved to death because they couldn't get away. Oh, God. Um, he got his foot, uh, the drug trader got his foot caught in it, but he removed his boot uh, from uh, and then d- and then gathered three more of the clams in his bag because he was curious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next is the sludge jellies. They are the oh. gelata toxicus. It, it, these are actually kind of just simple. They, they are oh, okay. literally just jellyfish. That have uh, apparently hundreds of feet long grippers, and they will. Oh. If you are like in the lake of toxic sludge, it will sense the ripples in the water and then reach its hands out hundreds of feet until it grabs their prey, stings it to death, and pulls them in. Yeah, as if it wasn't bad enough that you were in toxic sludge to begin with, and that's killing you. It's like, oh, hey, by the way, here's a giant, horrendous sludge jellyfish to sting you to death and eat you. It oh, is, boy. It is genuinely, like, if you fell into the sludge anyway, it's already the worst thing ever, but these are just gigantic, and they just grab whatever falls in. Um, this next one is really interesting and, and just f- awful. Um, the icrotic slime. Ooh, this one is so bizarre. Okay. So the icrotic slime is a living slime, a a living, uh, gelatinous kind of liquid ooze. Mm -hmm. Um, but what it happens is that what happens is that there is a hiver that is asleep and it, during its sleep, it will slowly, slowly crawl its way over to them and oh, land no. on, and then roll over their face. It uh-huh. will then release a extremely potent euphoric neurotoxin that makes it so the person sleeping will never, ever want to stir. Even if they wake up, they just won't move because they're just at like such a level of bliss. Oh, wow. That is both horrifying and... oh. I mean, I guess it's good for them because they're like in eternal bliss, but I imagine nothing good happens after that. No, the slime will then dissolve their way through the face into the skull over a period of hours, sinking into the brain, releasing its eggs so they may grow and kill the victim and then repopulate. Oh, that's awful. I was kind of hoping this was going to be like an anime slime girl situation it's not DK. Stop it with this. Why is this the episode that you're bringing up all of your horrid ideas? ideas? What? Hey, hey, everybody knows about slime girls. All right. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, when the slime girl uh, toxins your face and lays eggs in your brains, there's a problem. But, you know, you know, well, ugh, oh, God, that's awful. Well, oh, man, that's the, the truly interesting detail. Here, the truly interesting detail here is that it says a sign of how miserable life is is that sometimes souls will deliberately place this slime on their heads, seeking seeking the high it will induce, trusting one of their acquaintances to remove it in time. Oh, boy, that is a big gamble. They, they, They put it on their face. 
get the high and then ask their buddies to to take it off. Oh wow. But well doesn't I thought you said that once they get hit with the the toxin it makes them not want to move like ever. And they just kind of like go into a vegetative state or no? If they, um they didn't have a friend then the thing would eat their face and they would die, but it would wear yeah, off yeah. eventually. Oh okay. I thought it was one of those things that just didn't wear off, and it was just like, yeah, you're proper fucked, and there's nothing you can do about it as soon as the toxin hits you. No, it's not. I mean, it's okay. it puts you in that in that mode, that phase, that whatever. Yeah, That's yeah. Like about it. Okay. Um, moving on, there is also the fire cat. Uh, not fire, like like burn, like P H Y R R. Oh, oh, like a pyre that you would burn something on. Gotcha. Yeah, it's it's P-H, though, so it's like fire. And also pyre is P-Y-R-E. This is P-H-Y-R-R. Oh. Fire cat. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. They spell things weird. Um, Basically, it is a giant toxic tiger. Um, These are kind of interesting. They are incredibly fast, so no one can outrun these things in general. Um, Mm -hmm. They are ferocious giant enormous carnivores think of them like it's just a really big lion basically okay. Ooh, um, those minis though they are pretty cool um the really fascinating thing about them is that despite having like a bite grip that can just go right through flak armor and the like mm-hmm. um they also have a super exotic flora on their home world the it's a, the world is called fire p-h-y-r-r Ah, that's um, why it's a fire cat, because it's from that planet. Yeah, it's a fire cat. And yeah. so it's an absolute paradise world. Beautiful, like gorgeous, untainted at whatsoever. But it basically has like catechin level fauna. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, okay, it's absolutely gorgeous there, but everything will kill you. Okay, okay. Um, so catechin 2.0, or I don't know, 0.5, or more like, more like 0.5. Yeah. Um, however... Because of this, the fire cat is really resilient to things like toxins and the like, and their colors, their pelts, their skin, their hair can also be super strikingly different types of just vibrant hues and, and very, just, just very pretty okay. um, because of this toxin-like resilience, which makes them often fashion accessories for flamboyant gangs of underhives. Oh, so they hunt them and collect their pelts for, like, cool, like, fur-lined jackets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Assuming you can even kill one, because they seem like they're uh, pretty tough. The I, I, There's a little excerpt here, like a little asterisk here, which uh, I haven't read this part of the book yet, but it specifically states, During my encounters with the Drukhari Archon, wow. and I'm like... Wow. Uh, <laughs> he met a Drukari Archon and he is alive? Apparently. A Humi? Okie doke. He mentioned that combatants in the Drukari gladiatorial arena sometimes wear fire cat pelts in the battle, having found a way to ward themselves against the ill effects of the gene toxins. The pelts are prized as a status symbol and as a useful weapon. Huh. I mean, I gotta say, I don't know if this is a horrible thing or not to say, but, like, they, like, looking at the fire cats, that make a sick jacket. Like, Oh, dude, it makes such a sick jacket. That makes such a sick jacket. Actually, wait a second. The rogue trader guy has a picture of himself, and I think he has, like, a... Oh, is that thing on his, on his, like, coat jacket thing? Is that a fire cat? Um... Is he rocking fire cat pelt? 
Oh, shit, it might be. It looks pretty close. Oh, my God. Can you can you put up the picture again in the in the thing? Yeah, yeah. Let me uh, see if Shy's got it. Because, yeah, that would make such a sick jacket. I mean, oh, I think that's what he's wearing. That might be. I think he might be wearing Firecat Pelt. Um, oh, yes, he has a heirloom pistol bears striking resemblance to Dark Eldar Splinter Weaponry. Hmm. Hmm. Wonder if he traded a little bit with them. Maybe I'll have to maybe get to that part in the next uh, in the Nah, next he just he killed episode. a Dark Eldar, obviously. Oh, oh the Archon? Yeah, sure. Yeah, he, ki- he killed himself an Archon. And he okay, was, yeah, what a prize. No big deal. Yeah, you know, I, killed, I just killed this Archon. No big deal. Took his pistol, you know. So... There are a couple things that are a little bit more boring. There's giant rats. Okay. You know what those are? Yeah, They're Skaven type thing or just giant rats? Giant rats. Okay. There are uh, spine crystals, which are just toxic crystals that grow like coral around gates and stuff. Sometimes turn into jewelry. There are okay. giant spiders. Okay. Because, of course, there are carrion bats. Bats, oh, just bats to eat everything, eat flesh, eat people, yeah. eat to the dead. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there is something called a slop jaw, Ew. Uh, which is a colossal bony carapace of a reptile that have no limbs, mouth, or head, and digest their food but, uh, through a thin, covered openings in their shells. So they just like kind of roll onto something and go. Ew. Yeah, it's really nasty. Ew, that's gross. I hate it. Sink into the digestive enzymes. It's not fun. Don't like that at all. I do not like the. the, That's a bad turtle. There is uh, also gas fungus, which is a hallucinogenic uh, mycotoxin, which is obvious. That that is what that is. Yes, yeah. But the last one I want to talk about is the Ameliasaur. Oh, okay. This is a enormous carnivorous anthropod, much like a, a giant seven foot long centipede. Oh um, God, that's horrible! Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> it's rocks with teeth. Ooh, I don't like that at all. Ooh, that is that is a nightmare waiting to happen. It's it's rocks with teeth. Yep. Yep, that is Onyx from Hell. Um, it, yeah, I must say, it looks like a Pokemon, too, just more horrifying. Yeah, um, that is Pokemon from Hell. So it has its rock-like plates around its body. It's resistant to most bladed weapons, and even some las guns <laughs> yeah. as well. Well, yeah, it's made out of rocks. It's made out of rocks, yeah. I mean, of course you're not going to slash this thing to death. Uh, the weirdest part about it, though, is that it has a kind of a call so once it seizes its victim, they will announce the meal to their pact with this mournful, keening wail that sounds like identical to the cry of an abandoned child. Oh, no, that is sadistic. And I've, it says, I have heard the sound echoing through outlet pipes several times and it never fails to chill me, which is interesting because if, oh. a, if this pompous douche is like, yeah, that shit scares the hell out of me. Um, that's something to be said. Oh, yeah. With all the things he's faced, and he's like, ooh, this thing sends a chill. That's like, oh, man. Also, that's so devious. 
that like it catches some prey and it's like, oh yeah, I want more prey. So let me let out this cry that sounds like a child in need of help. Because of course, most people are going to be like, oh, there's a child that needs help. Let's go save it. And oh no, it's rock serpent caterpillar doom bug thing. Ironically, I don't know if it evolved to do that like on purpose. I don't know if it's oh. keening whale is just identical to a child crying because it's just the soundest god awful thing makes. It could be a way to to bring more people in. Probably is actually, but yeah. he didn't he didn't state in the thing that it's like this is evolved in order to kill more hive gangers. Yeah. Damn. That that thing is horrific though. No matter uh, that thing is just Oh horrible. god. Onyx with teeth. Oh, it's way worse than that. Uh, there's a tiny asterisk on the bottom of the image, though, and says, One of my trade contacts, Carventana, claimed to have once encountered a centipede-like monster of even larger proportions while he was traveling in the Calixus sector. Mm-hmm. He referred to it as an Osidex and suggested that it was nearly 70 feet long, Whoa. but that he still bested it in combat. Carventana later cheated what? me at cards, however, leaving me no honorable option but to face him in a duel. No Drake, that's his uh, his house, has ever lost a duel, so Carventana was unable to tell me any more about his Osidex because he killed him. Because he killed him, yeah. I, asked I thought when you said he was like no honor, I was like, oh, he's like, oh, yeah. And since he's an unhonorable piece of shit, I figured he was lying. Uh, I asked his aides, but they took the matter of the duel badly and were unwilling to talk. <laughs> Having seen how feebly Carventana fought in the duel, I have to say, I cannot imagine him besting even a normal size centipede in combat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Got it. I love this guy. He's such a pompous asshole, but he's so funny. I mean, it ain't bragging if you back it up. That's true. He did kill him. He killed him. It ain't bragging if you back it up. You know that he reminds me a little bit of? Who? An adult version of God of War Ragnarok's Heimdall. Oh, Yes. I Heimdall was so great. Oh, I what a good character. Oh, that fight with him. Oh, uh, man. Absolutely loved Heimdall in Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. I hated his guts so much in all the right reasons. Great villain. Great, great villain. villain. He reminds me of, of, of a grown-up Heimdall. Yeah, as grown-up as Heimdall could be anyway. Yeah, but like Heimdall is able to back up his statements. Oh, he yeah, is absolutely. totally able to. Yeah. Uh, he's, so th- he's not just shit talking. He backs it up. Yep. He does. So that's the kind of the feeling I get with this guy. Anyway, uh, ab humans and the horrors of the sump. The horrors of the sump. Can we make like uh, um, this whole time? I've just been thinking we should make like, you know, those cult horror movie posters. We should do like one of those. that's just horrors of the sump and have like all of these abominations just <laughs> coming to a theater near you. That actually would be the worst idea. Sounds kind of fun. Yeah. Horrors from the sump. The horror, oh, like the old like nineteen twenties looking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and 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 have the um. Oh no, I've already forgotten this guy's name. Drake. Drake. Yeah, have his have like uh, an inquisitive looking Drake in the corner, and all these sumps everywhere, and yeah, he has to do like the really big text because like how like pans over. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit like big red text that's kind of like bleeding a little bit. 
mm-hmm. it's got the um, it's got like the the film grain effect to it. Yes, exactly. The horrors from the sump. Horrors to you from in the sump near you. Yes, yeah, starring Drake. Star starring Drake, the Inquisitor of the of um the of, of the Imperium at the Blackstone yes. Fortress. What yes. horrors will he find in the depths? Ah, oh, that'd be great. Great. I like great, the great, old great. 1920s announcer people. They're always great. Yeah, you'll never believe the horrors from the sump. Yep. Wait, this is actually you, you, pin this. No one take our idea. <laughs> God, we, we run the copyright shy. Hurry it. Hurry. hurry, hurry tr- truly, we will we will be able to get away with copywriting a 1920s version of GW's work. Sure. It, hey, that's the most GW move I've ever heard, right? That's very true. Mm-hmm. Games Workshop sues Adeptus Ridiculous for making horrors of the sump. This just in. This just in. It's ridiculous. Backs off immediately. We don't want to lose our jobs, they say. <laughs> Money is too important. <laughs> End the episode, shy. <laughs>